and thank you for tuning in to today's episode. For those who don't know, I am a full-time artist and art professional, and I will be hosting and facilitating a three-week creative programming series in partnership with El Barrio Art Space. And I have right now a Indiegogo campaign to raise money to support this programming series because while ambitious, it is very much outside of my financial means. So if anything I've ever done touches you or you just feel compelled to bless me, I will appreciate any donation, any share, any anything for this campaign. Just thank you so much in advance for your support and I really believe in what this campaign is doing. I will leave a link in the bio for where you can learn more about the campaign and donate. And until then, enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spirituality Podcast. My name is Peace and let's just get into it. My gifts of gratitude for today, I'm very grateful for my body. I don't show enough gratitude for my body and its mobility. I work it really, 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 really hard and it comes through every time. It also is forcing me to be like, bitch, listen, I'm tired. So I'm grateful for the ways in which I'm in a relationship with my body. Um, another thing that I'm also grateful for, <laughs> this this little exercise that I added in the beginning because... It like sometimes I'd be like, damn, what am I? Like, I have to think about it, but it forces me to like be present and to really, really come back to a space of gratitude. Like, I'm so glad I got that gem years ago that gratitude is the ticket, it is the key that will open any door. So, leading with gratitude is always a really good reminder. So, I'm really grateful for this little exercise that. I came up with to add Um, and I'm also grateful for art (sighs) for art and what it does for art and what it is for just art in general like I'm just grateful (laughs) it's got me cheesing I am just grateful for really good art so there you have it speaking of art uh today's character study is on cancer because we are in cancer season and cancers love art like they it's it literally is the vibes that they be craving so we go speaking of we gonna talk about all the vibes because cancers are all about vibes that's how they operate their means of modality is through their feeling i went to uh costa rica a couple years ago and i remember sitting on the beach and it was like the sand was really black and i literally could see like on the on the like um horizon of the sand crabs scurrying across going sideways and then they'll hear like the the slightest vibration like literally from a mile away of like a couple walking or family walking and they'll retreat and they'll adjust and it's really fascinating and I kind of I'm like they were the first 
animal that's associated with the sign that I that I observed that I was like oh wow if you watch them this is how you can understand a cancer because they move they're they're aware of everything they move very rapidly when they do move and they move sideways like they don't really go forward or backward they move kind of sideways so if you watch the crab which is the the uh tip uh what am i saying if you watch the crab which is the phenotype of cancer i was looking for the word the word was phenotype um and then you watch the waves which to me are the elemental the natural element of cancer you really get a full picture on the totality of the cancerian Uh, and the waves are cardinal it goes where it wants to go cancers are the cardinal water sign they move with their own force uh, which is really beautiful if you watch them move and they can kind of adapt to pretty much any and every environment because they are so sensitive that sensitivity is both and I don't want to say like sensitive in like an emotional space but I mean sensitive in like a feeling like they literally feel everything it's like the little hairs on your skin that is their receptors but they feel them all Um, and we don't often feel every singular piece of hair on our skin but if we were to give it an emotive um, personality cancers are what feels every little emotional hair in any situation in any person and anything that's why they often have this intuitive perception to read into something before it's presented itself on the physical plane they're highly psychic they're highly intuitive cancers will be the one to tell you oh i just have a feeling about this you know and you kind of gotta trust it because (laughs) their feelings be right (laughs) you know their emotions be right uh that's not to say that every emotion they have is right but they they do have an emotional um sensor that's pretty accurate just because of how receptive they are i hope that was very very clear um so this episode i actually took some notes and i'm kind of just gonna flow with the notes that i took because i was like i know a lot about a cancer i'm a cancer moon moon is in its home space in cancer cancer is the only planet sorry cancer is the only sign that is ruled by the planet of the moon um leo too is one of the only signs that rules another planet which is the sun so i just i sometimes i think those are so interesting how you have cancer the moon and then you go to leo the sun and you get both of these very different um atmospheres very different energies but they both proceed and kind of go go with each other a little bit So cancer is your reflection. Cancers are always going to kind of mirror back to you, match the energy of most situations unless they really actively work against it because that's just naturally like because they're receptive and they have this sense of like feeling around everything. They're just going to show you what they're feeling. They're going to show you the emotional energy of the space or the emotional energy of whatever. And that that power is so conducive when it's used to alchemize, when it's used to, to cut through um, trauma, really, like if I'm being blunt. And cancers are the, the mothers, they're the, they're the nurturers. They, they understand 
the importance of being connected and being in communication with your emotional foundation and how that provides a layer of safety and care and security and really becomes the root of everything. When I think about cancer, and I also think about it in the totality of astrology, I guess uh, cancer is associated with the fourth house. And the fourth house in anyone's chart is your house of family, your house of ancestral foundation, your house of kind of the care environment that you're brought up in before you go out into the world before you exert yourself into the world in leo right um so cancers the home is important to them very very important their home space is important they need a space where they can retreat to where they can unpack where they can unload where they can control the energetic atmosphere and the emotional atmosphere they can control who comes in and out when i say that because cancers um they they do well in communal living situations because they love to care but they do need a space whether it be a bedroom whether it be whatever a space where they have full control of the emotional energy that is so important because they take on so much throughout the day that they kind of need that place to retreat. They need that place in the sand when they feel the vibrate the vibrations. They need that that crab energy that not crab, sorry that. Yeah, kind of that crab retreat energy. That that ability to be like, "Oh my god, I feel something. Do I want to retreat? Do I want to like move? How do I want to do this?" And they they need all the options. They're all about the supply and the demand. How much do I have and how much do I ha- to, do I need? Cancers are very highly intuitive. Of course, they're ruled by the moon. The moon is all about your intuition and your emotions. And it's interesting because in the last episode, I had said um, you cannot have a strong intuitive center if you do not have a strong and solid emotional foundation. It's just not possible. Because they're kind of inextricably linked. If you think about the moon, it's intuition and emotion. It's what I know I feel and what I actually feel. They feel the, the speaking of feels, all the feels. Um, cancer is all the feels. Um, they feel the current of any situation. They're really big on vibes. Like they're not really, yeah, they'll, they're communication and talking is, is is important for them but they're more interested in your emotion behind it your passion behind what you're saying and less what you're saying that's how they read it that's different than a gemini a gemini is literally reading the words that you are saying a cancer is reading the emotion behind the words that you're saying that is what is going to connect for them less than the words Whew, so what I want to talk about because cancers, while they are known to be the feelers, right? Like, yes, that's super important. That's so like feelings are important. I think there are some Achilles heels to that attribute because they often feel so much. They have this ability to anticipate people's needs and to serve people's needs. The problem with that is they they have a tendency to conflate 
serving others with serving themselves because they are served in serving others. Like they do get a sense of like fulfillment in serving other people and being there for other people and being able to support and show up and nurture and provide care for other people. However, that is not to be conflated at all with your cup being full with you in a term being refilled, right? Because they do, there, there is this um, trope that I often witness, I'm a part of, experience, have, have been in the atmosphere of where cancers will give. And then because they often mistake giving for also receiving, when they actually don't receive in the way that they want to receive, they hold resentment for all the times that they've given you, which is not like that's not emotionally responsible, right? Like if you're going to give, you want to give from a place of, of freeness. You don't want to worry about if you're going to be full. You want to give from a space of overflow. If you're giving from a space of overflow, you're never you're never really counting how many times you've poured out because you actually don't know. If you think about a cup on a table, if you pour it in a cup, yeah, you can quantify in the cup. But once the cup overflows and the water goes everywhere, you can't quantify that. You don't know how much it is. You don't know. You know, so it's like if you're giving from a space of overflow, there is no quantification involved. But because cancers conflate giving with also receiving, they sometimes unknowingly quantify how much they've given. And I want to I want to I want to lead into this because this is also kind of connected. Cancers are like because they're they're contained they're they're more contained water than like a Pisces or Scorpio. They tend to hold and absorb everything, right? That's why cancers will like forgive and never forget. Like that's kind of their mantra is I'll forgive but I'll never forget. Because they kind of hold and absorb everything. They are the contained water meaning they hold and absorb experiences. They hold and absorb, you know, the times that they've given and they've received they hold and absorb music they hold and absorb all these things and then they they find ways to pour them out through their environment through the people around them through all of these things um so I did kind of want to give that Achilles heel because I think that that's something that while it is a it, it's one of those double-edged swords yes it's great to give and yes it's great to care and yes we all need care and nurture I'm so grateful for the cancers in my life I'm grateful for the cancer in my chart personally like I have cancer and my my cancer moon and my cancer mercury um are both in my seventh house so if you kind of notice the way that I speak I speak in a very cancerian way it's fluid it's it's gonna be a bit more ecstatic because of my Gemini (laughs) like my Gemini definitely pushes through um but I do have this sense of like gliding on water that I really enjoy and I've come to love about my language and, and my speech Anywho, uh, cancers love food. More specifically, they love cooking for others because it is a it is one of the highest acts of care. Like literally cooking a meal, literally pouring your energy into something that's going to physically go into some somebody else's body that they're going to eat. There is no greater act of care. There is no greater act of connection. Um, so cancers really love cooking for others. They are the natural nesters. They are the natural mothers. They love creating environments of 
of making a house a home. Like they are literally the embodiment of making a house a home. However, they do have to have a sense of safety and security within them. I do want to say that. If not, it can be very chaotic. You can get kind of the more crabby energy of the of the cancer like that's kind of where you get they're very temperamental because they feel everything but their personal temperament will depend on their own sense of security and safety and homeness and hominess within themselves uh, <clears throat> they can really work on because they are you know the givers and receivers and this goes back to like them conflating giving with receiving they can work on separating what is their emotional stuff and what is everyone else's emotional stuff they want to to take care of everything because they understand that having a a solid emotional space that's open to communication that's open to expression that's open to like freedom and just a natural unspoken understanding is the foundation for connection it is the foundation for community. It is the foundation for individual safety within the external environment, right? They understand this naturally. They have a tendency to take on other people's shit <laughs> because of this. They're like, I want the environment to just be so good for everyone. Let me just give me your stuff. Let me work through it. Like that's kind of their MO. And they need to know like, no, 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 no. That's your, and what's funny is because that's their MO, other people will just naturally, like, we just naturally give it up. Sure, I don't want to do that shit anyway. Take it. You want to handle it? Cool. You know? And that's, there's a responsibility on us to say, okay, I know my cancer friends are going to hold my shit. I know it. They're not going to say no. They're probably not going to say no. They may say no, but then they may actually do it, right? Like, there's, there. I know that they have more of a tendency, let me be a bit more emotionally responsible and really, really analyze, do I need them to hold this? They're probably holding a million other things. So there's a responsibility on, on the, the person needing the cancer's care, right? And then there's a responsibility and a boundary on the cancer that they need to enforce to say, no, that's actually not my stuff. I don't actually want to hold that here's your shit back. Like I've been really, what's funny is this past year, my thing has been like giving people their fucking shit back. Like it's crazy how many times a day, not really so much now, but like back when I started, I noticed that people would just give you shit that's not yours. They would project things onto you. They would give you emotional labor that's not yours to do. Like, and I would really, and I, it forced me to develop a, the language around like, okay, this isn't actually mine. And like, I was put in situations where I had to like, really, really analyze, is this my shit? Is it me? Like, do I need to hold this and fix this and, and assort this and unpack this? Actually, no, actually, it's yours. And actually, I'm going to give that shit back. So I love that. I love that for me, because I need that boundary. But in general, a we all need it, but cancers need it the most. Because <laughs> you guys just that conflation is so strong that emotional truth of like oh my god i give to you i give to myself is strong because there is a truth there it's just not true all the time and it's not true it's not valid that's the thing like you don't know if the other person's gonna automatically give to you because you've given to them you have no idea but there's this assumption and this emotional truth that like oh no they will and then when they don't, they're, then, then it becomes the recall, you know, because cancers hold everything. Okay, well, actually, here's my reserve of all the water that I poured into you, and I would actually want some of that back, you know? Like, that. that's what happens. 
So they need to just really get good at separating that shit because sometimes it's not conducive. Their strengths, though, are they have this great capacity to unearth and to kind of not force, but invite by way of being Invite everyone to indulge in their emotions, indulge in your happiness, indulge in your sadness. Cancers are not phased by tears. They literally probably cry many times a day. That I don't want to make this strong association to them being criers because literally we all should be criers. It is a natural form of release. They just have better access to tapping into that reserve because it's they understand the emotional import. They understand the importance of it, and it's their kind. It's kind of their mo. It's their base. It's their being. Every sign has its own being that we that the other signs struggle with, but can learn from. We can learn in cancers from a how to connect with our emotions, but how to also understand that our emotional connection is by way proxy our intuitive connection. I love that for them. I love the way that they show up. And also they have this forcefulness. They have this, there's like the cardinal energy is like, I love that it's just like this chaos, you know? I love that. Waves, if you've ever been in like water in an ocean, they will take you under, need be. <laughs> Make no mistake, you know? They're, they're timid. They love to play. They love to flow. They love to do their own thing. They love to vibe. Make no mistake, they will take you under if you fuck with it. Waves are not to be you know, seen as these fragile, sensitive beings at all in any way. And that the same is to be associated with cancers. They're naturally um, more inclined to their psychic abilities. I like to make the distinction between cancers and Pisces because Pisces have the psychic ability through the dream realm, right? Whereas cancers have the psychic ability through the emotional realm. Which, has access, which you have access to at any point. Less in your dreams. I mean, maybe you have some, you have some emotional tether when you're sleeping, but not as, as vivid as when you're aware always of your emotions. And that's why it's important to be connected and tied to your emotional space. So if you have a cancer in your life, I want you to kind of like see if this information applies, but also ways to kind of interact with them. Always ask, how are you feeling? I think cancers love that. I naturally have have driven away from the how are you doing? And I just default, how are you feeling? Because how are you doing? You're going to give me a bullshit answer. I'm, I, I've strayed away from these very, because I don't like interacting with them. I don't do them. But I strayed away from these very fake and, and surface level interactions that actually don't do anything for anyone's life. We just do them out of pleasantry, which is bullshit. Um, and I tried to get more to an authentic form of connection. And a part of that, a basic way has been, instead of asking how you're doing, because if you're gonna say, how are you doing? My default's good. You know, everyone says good. How are you doing? You know, it becomes this like generic interaction. If you ask, how are you feeling? A, it's going to catch you off guard, right? And then it's going to force you to ask yourself, how actually am I feeling? And then it's going to force you to, or invite you to, to say, do I want to be honest with this feeling? Do I want to share this feeling with someone else? And it, it, it limits the barriers between an, a, an authentic and, and more, more fluid form of communication between two people, right? Like it, it, it naturally just limits the barriers. And then it, it invites you to, 
to keep those barriers down and to be in that interaction, which is why I love the simplicity of the question. So if you want to, you know, really get deeper with anyone in your life, if you want to start embodying any more of these Cancerian energies, if you want to help your cancer, the cancer person in your life, ask them, how are you feeling? Really? How are you feeling? And then let them answer, let them, you know, do it, do whatever. What do you need? Because these are things, A, that cancers naturally do for others, whether you, whether they t- ask them to or not. These, they're naturally doing these in their head. And it could be nice for them to feel the, the receptive energy of that, right? And also, I think in some ways it could help them. They need some assistance sometimes in, in, help, in setting up those emotional boundaries, right? Because they're just not, that's not their default. It's kind of like putting up a wall on just their, their natural being, which can be a bit difficult. So some ways to help with that is to kind of, as yourself, ask yourself, do I really need to unload this? on my cancer friend <laughs> a do i do they need this right now and b before you even unload it if you're like yeah actually i do need them <laughs> they're the only ones who can handle this right before you even get started ask them hey i'm going through something or i need to talk to you through so i need to talk with you through something do you have the emotional capacity to do that right now if they do not respect it and move on if they do you've now given them language and also like kind of shown them a bit of respect for how they and the care that they give you. And it shows like this level of like, wow, you actually care about the care that I give you that you would ask if I have it to give, you know, instead of just assuming and depleting me off of some assumption ass shit off of some off of just GP, right? So I think that that is so just beautiful. We have to begin to develop and cultivate and and use new language and interacting with with each other um their philosophy is like your emotions are the sail of your ship it's it's you notice how a sail i've never been on a boat like that but i'm assuming a sail you know it, it goes where it goes based on the wind and when the wind is blowing, it'll shift the direction of the ship, right? Oh my God, this metaphor is coming together because Geminis are literally the air. I love this. Okay. So the air will like, you know, steer the ship or steer the sail based on how it's blowing and the sail will tell the ship where to go, right? So if your if your emotions are the sail of your ship, they literally are your point of direction. They are part of your compass, so really, really interact with them. This cancer season, I want you to like play with and, you know, cultivate and think about deeper ways to be in emotional connection with yourself and with others. I think that that would be really important. I think it would also kind of take the load off of the cancers because they naturally do that for themselves and their communities. So if, that, if our communities being us, can start to embody those traits, we can kind of, you know, take that load off. I'm sure there's so many things that I missed, right? A million things. And I'm, I'm thinking about, I've been, and I've been letting this, I want to give this before I say this. <laughs> Notice that was my Gemini right there. I've been letting this podcast really flow like on what do I want to do this week on like literally 
And it's so beautiful since I'm talking about cancer, I have to give give reverence to my cancer moon and my cancer mercury and the ways that it's allowing me to communicate naturally and organically and intuitively and emotionally and, and have these influxes and, and whatever and all of these theatrics with my with my podcast. I oh, speaking of theatrics, I should give this. Cancers are bomb ass artists. I think I said that in the beginning, but I want to point it out here. Um, because they're all about the vibes and they're all about the essence and literally art is the essence of everything everything so back to what I was saying (laughs) Um, I'm very grateful for the way that this I feel like it's just unfolding organically and very naturally and it's just literally because I'm going off of my intuition and I'm just paying attention to what I want to what I feel like I have to share every week So I hope you can kind of see the flow. I hope you see the Cancerian energy of the podcast. And uh, yeah, there's so much that I miss. And I was going to say, I'm thinking about at the very end of this character study, which we're doing like every month. And we're going to really get into each sign and give you kind of like a good starting base. And I do want to say like, I'm always learning. So some of this, I may go back and be like, actually, here's more. Um, I'm thinking about doing an episode at the very end of like things that I just observe, you know, from all the different signs being in my natural energy because I'm always observing things and a part of this is what I know, right? I'm really solid and confident in my mind and confident in my logic and confident in the knowledge that I gain and how I applied and how I understand it and how I communicate it. I'm very confident in that. I also want to be confident um, and gain, build up my my strength in my observation. I have this, this sense of strength in my observation that I don't always use. So now I'm rambling. But anyway, thank you for tuning into this character study. Go get in your feels. Listen to some Snow Allegra. I was literally like, damn, I should have looked and saw if she was a cancer before this episode. Um, because I, that would be so on brand. But Go listen to some Snow Allegra, you know, feels, uh, these feels again. (laughs) And uh, kiss your cancer friend, love on yourself, give yourself some nurture, some care, some water. Bitch, we are living plants too. We need water. Um, And until next time, we're going to get it. We're going to break down. I feel like since we're in cancer season, I, I, I don't know why I'm so like, let's get into all the cancer things. I'm, I want to get into like care practices and, and different elements of how we can better care and use this cancer energy because we have it. We just, we need to A, know about it and then B, just use it and practice it with each other. Like really, really, really bad um, because we don't always. So until next time, much love. You know you go broke tryna handle me Take it from someone who know how to handle me I'ma need that real grown kind of energy uh-huh. Do you know, do you know? Cause you're dealing with a lot of competition You're gonna have to do a lot of ass kissing You know I got someone with the time to listen Tell me boy, do you know, do you know? Do it every night Show me a good time You can do, I let you
anything less is unacceptable Don't get me wrong, I'm flexible But only in other ways my legs can go Confessional, I'm skeptical Cause being on my level is difficult You better wake up and put me on a pedestal I bet